Welcome to the Weekly Word from St. Andrew Lutheran Church in Farmersville, Ohio. The first reading today is from 2 Samuel, 7th verse, chapter 1 through 11, page 480 and 81. After the king was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am, living in a palace of cedar, while the ark of the God remains in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord is with you. That night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David that this is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in the house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt to this day. I have been moving from place to place with a tent as my dwelling. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites, did I ever say to any of the rulers whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now then, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture and from the following the flock to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies before you. Now I will make your name great, like the names of the greatest men of the earth. I will provide a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. The second reading comes from Romans 16. Pages 1769 to 70. Now to him who is able to establish you by my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophet's writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all nations might believe and obey him. To the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. Here is the reading. Please stand for the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the first chapter, beginning at the 26th verse. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words 
and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters, grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Some of you may remember that when I interviewed here four years ago, I mentioned that at the time I was living in Southern California. Of course, actually before then, I'd had the opportunity to live in lots of different places. But I have to say that in the four years that I've been here, I've really enjoyed living here. In fact, the parsonage is actually the nicest parsonage which I have had the privilege of being able of being able to live in while I've served in ministry. So I thank you all for this wonderful privilege and gift. As I, as I said, I've had the opportunity to live lots of different places and have many kinds of different experiences. And living many many different places has taught me the value and and the fact that I really enjoy being a part of the community in which I live and being an active part of the community in which I live. In other words, I really enjoy and I really value living in the community where I both live and work. And in today's scripture readings, we hear about the fact that this is also a priority for God, that for God it is also important not only that he exists, and not only that he reign, but that he lives among his people. In our first reading from 2 Samuel, which Don read for us just a few moments ago, we hear about how King David plans to build a temple for, to build a temple for God so that he can come and live among his people. But, Nathan, but God, speaking through Nathan, says that this actually will fall to someone else, to David's, son, to David's son Solomon, but ultimately to one of David's descendants who will make a permanent home for God among his people. And in our gospel reading, we hear about how this took place, how God did indeed come and made a permanent home among his people, but he did not make a permanent home among his people in the form of a building. For indeed, Solomon did build the temple, but it was destroyed by the Babylonians. The Jews then rebuilt it when they they returned from exile. But many centuries later, it was then destroyed by the Romans. 
And today, all that remains is the Western Wall, or the Wailing Wall, in Jerusalem, which I had the privilege of visiting back in 2018. But even so, what we celebrate, and what we especially remember on this last Sunday in Advent, is that God does not live strictly in any building, in any temple, in any temporary edifice made by human hands. But instead, God lives among us in the form of a person. That person is his son, Jesus Christ. His son, Jesus Christ, who was born of a human being, a woman named Mary, who took his humanity from Mary, therefore demonstrating that he is both fully God and fully human, and at the same time, also, dem also demonstrating that he is fully God by being born in a miraculous fashion, being born in a virgin birth apart from the natural human processes of conception. This therefore demonstrates that God does indeed live among us in the person of Jesus. Jesus who is fully God and fully human. Jesus who though he is hidden from our sight is still among us right now. Who is still among us right now and power. And for whom we pray every single day and especially we pray during the season of Advent to come and be with us where we can see him in his fullness and experience him in his fullness once again. Indeed, to keep, in keeping with the theme of our, of our sermon, of come to be with us again. Just as God made his home among his people, first in the temple, and then in the person of his son, Jesus Christ, we want God to come and be with us again. We want God to come and be with us again in his fullness and in his power. We want God no longer to be hidden from our sight, but to show himself to us. Because when he does so, we know we will have the promise, we will, we will know for certain that he reigns supreme, that everything which opposes us in this world, that everything against which we struggle in this world, whether it be the coronavirus, whether it be any other kind of illness, whether it be any, kind of, any other kind of struggle or uncertainty, all these things will vanish, will be defeated, and will disappear when God shows himself and lives among us fully once again. We especially want God to come and live among us so that he can come to turn things around. When, God, when, when the temple was built and God was able to live in the temple among his people, things did indeed turn around. God was able And when he sent his son to, 
to be God in the form of a person and to be God among us in the form of a person, Jesus was also able to guide us, to show us who God is and what he is really like, to be God among us, to lead us to him, to guide us in doing what God really wants, and to lead us every day to become more like him. Jesus continues to do the same thing for us even now. He continues to guide us to become more like him. He continues to guide us through the struggles of every day, giving us the assurance that he
the Farmersville United Methodist Church, Slifer's Presbyterian Church, the Farmersville First Baptist Church, and the church at Farmersville, inspire the faith of their people, cultivate understanding among us, and strengthen us in love and service to our community. Lord, in your mercy. Righteous God, you humble the powerful and lift up the lowly. We pray for the leaders of all nations that they amplify the voices of people in need. Guide all people entrusted with leadership to create societies in which everyone can flourish. Lord, in your mercy. Compassionate God, you fill the hungry with good things and send the rich away empty. Nourish those who lack access to adequate food and nutrition. Bless the work of food pantries, especially camp. Encourage others to provide for their neighbors in need. Lord, in your mercy. Healing God, you pour out mercy to all who cry out to you. Surround everyone in need of healing in body, mind, or spirit with your tender presence, especially those whom we now name silently in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy. Eternal God, you are faithful to the promises you made. Especially Leah Gustin. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever.
To subscribe to the Weekly Word, please visit your favorite podcast provider. May God bless you now and always.